the heart of Shasha. Pulse 95. A story to tell. Pulse 95 Live. From Exposure 2019, Pulse 95, in the frame. In the frame. Yes, we are live from Exposure. It is Pulse 95, in the frame, the largest annual photography show in the MENA region. And, you know, when we talk about photography, we're bound to talk about how it changes the way we view the world. Mm -hmm. War photographers, and especially photojournalists, they put their lives on the line just to capture uh, the realities of war. These photographers definitely definitely play such an important role because our view is framed through their lens and yes. to tell us more about uh, war photography we have with us right here the photographer Ashfin Ismaili he is a photojournalist and war photographer who has devoted his time to capturing the unseen pain of war and humanitarian issues Yes, Afshin has won a number of awards, including Honored International Reporter of the Year 2017 and 2018. Afshin, how are you? Thank you, I'm fine. So, we need to start grilling you straight away. So, when we say war journalism or war photography, it is a very scary type of career to take. So, what made you choose this type of career? It's very dangerous. For me, photography is a passion, is a relationship and life, rather than just a picture. Mm -hmm. So when you step inside the war zone, the camera becomes a companion, the only friend you have in the, the region. Mm -hmm. Photography has changed the way I, I look at the world, and uh, it taught me to look beyond myself and understand the world outside differently. Yes. So it's also taught me to understand people better mm -hmm. in another way and gave me access to the people's different memories and moments that they can share with me that is through the photos. Especially in a war zone because often, more often than not, we see uh, from the news, of, for example, we just see this person so-and-so. Certain uh, realities Exactly, like certain... Like, this explosion happened, this number of people passed away. It's all a very sort of, very different point of view than what you show us as a war journalist and war, war photographer. So tell us more about that, as in, of course you chose this career because it showed you how you look at a different type of people. But how did that affect you right now, especially in the... I mean, I grew up in the war myself, so mm -hmm. I... As a child, was was born in the conflicts and lived like 20 years in the conflict zones and experienced all the conflicts, uh, bombings, all these stuffs. Did you wish at the time there was someone uh, capturing yeah, your suffering? Absolutely, absolutely. That was the, like time has changed now. We are living in another time. At that time, there was barely you could see a journalist or a photographer comes to show the situation we are living we lived in. And I wish I could, that's, that gives me a passion at that time. I would like to, to stop the war. Mm -hmm. Why all these bad things happen to us? Mm -hmm. Like why war, why they kill? Uh, I mean, so I would like to, to stop the war. So I find out that uh, through journalism or photography, so I can do what I missed or that. What the part you wish of, would have done yeah, at the time. At that time when I was a child. 
so in 2005, you actually started your work as a journalist in Iraq, and since then, you've devoted all of your time to just documenting wars and humanitarian issues. So one th one question that pops to my mind: What was the hardest photograph for you to capture? The one that kind of tugged on your heartstrings. For us, it's a little bit difficult. Mm -hmm. It's not. I mean, it's different. It's hard to choose. No, no, it's not about that. It's different. Like other photographers, like uh, who take other photos, they are using a lot of time. Like they are using uh, days for to taking a photo. Mm -hmm. Days, nights, and to choose the light, how it is. For us, it's just a second. It's a second and a moment. If you lose that second, That's you lose, uh, you lose all. So yes. there is no picture yeah. that day. Mm -hmm. So for us, we are struggling with every second, every moment we are in the front line to get uh, the pictures. Was there a specific moment that left some sort of impact on you in particular? It's of course a lot of moments, a lot of uh, stories that I have seen and witnessed. Can mm -hmm. you share one picture, the story of one picture that maybe? I mean, is uh, in your uh, I, at uh, it was a boy named Thomas. He was uh, 14 years old. Because uh, when he was 11, he has been captured and been trained to be a suicide bomber. Mm -hmm. So wow. three years he was, uh, at, after 14, when he, we found her, like he was with 23 other boys, which they died of an airstrike, and he was the only one which survived that airstrike. And you captured that moment? I captured him, yeah. Of his survival yeah. among Yes, I captured wow. his survival and after that, I had I captured his reunion with his family, and then I followed his story through like three years now. So you have a photo essay. Of yeah. Him. Is that part of your series? Uh, not here. Children of War. Not. Here. Not here. So it's not shown here. No. I wish it was. We wish it was. Well, we wish we can talk a little bit longer, which we will after a short break. We're gonna ask you a little bit more about your journey, your latest, and of course. Your children, series. Your series, Children of Four. So stay tuned. This is Live Pulse. This is Pulse 95, live from exposure in the, the frame. frame. Pulse 95. Pulse 95 Live from Exposure 2019. Pulse 95 in the frame. In the frame. Yes, this is live from Exposure. It's Aisha Al Mazmi with Omnia As Saleh. We are talking to photojournalist and war photographer Afshin Asmaili. And right before the break, he was telling us about how he chose his career. And due to the event, and obviously you are always in sort of some sort of conflict going on, you were briefly imprisoned. Did that affect your choices in a way? Did you sit there in the cell and decide this is the khalas, this is the end of it, I will not go into it anymore? Or did that just push you further to actually keep going? I mean, uh, like in the beginning when you are in that situation, at, uh, in the middle of that, you've been like tortured, you don't have, I mean, like in this, like tragic situation at the prison alone yes. by yourself, you think a lot, you think about everything. Mm -hmm. you, uh, I think that, okay, khalas, I'm going to finish. I'm not going to work like uh, at it. that profession. No, anymore. But then? Like, you cannot lose. <laughs> when you go out, like, what it's more like... What kept you going? Yeah, but, I mean, the people, you are... Uh, the the, 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 the joys mm -hmm. of survival of people you are capturing. Mm -hmm. the, the, 
the moments you are with the people. It's like all these passions, all these things as a push you to go on on that uh, the profession, to, to be with that people, to take, I mean, to document their lives, to tell their stories, which is, I mean, it might be hard for others to get access to that, to that part of uh, life of them. That is very true. I mean, we don't often hear that point of view when anybody's documenting any war. Because you spoke about the happiness or the joy of survival. Mm. We usually talk about the morbidness of war, rarely about the joy of survival. Mm. So this is a very interesting take. And like, besides, of course, there is still the morbidness that still exists. And honestly, I, as a journalist, journalist uh, student back when I was an undergrad, mm. I watched a brief documentary mm. about a couple of photojournalists, and they were documenting the war themselves. And honestly, as just a viewer, even though I was in the safety of Sharjah, I was terrified and exhausted. So how do you, as a person who has been experiencing this again and again and again, do you get out of this mindset? Do you have a way of coping with this? I mean, uh, it's, uh, yeah, of course we experience a lot. We experience daily tragedies with bombs. Uh, so how... A lot of people, close people, friends who lost their lives. Mm -hmm. But still, uh, it's difficult to get out of. Uh, I mean, uh, that. The genre jo of photography. Yeah, because it becomes a part of your life. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm happy. Where is my camera? Is. Yeah. I'm happy with when I am with the camera. Without a camera, so. I, mean, I cannot imagine a minute without my camera in the in the conflict zone. I mean, so you I just like you walked like in over here yeah, with your with camera as well. <laughs> so it makes yeah. you, it makes you to go on. You love your camera. Sometimes it becomes more closer than your family. The camera. Wow. Yeah, it's like it's, I spend more time with the camera than with my family. So it becomes another part of your yeah. body, yeah, more exactly. less, another limb. It's like his voice that he happened mm. to find in another device. But mm -hmm. uh, speaking of how much you loved your camera. Mm. Uh, you recently completed a series called Children of War and I was actually taking a look at it online through the different photographs and I couldn't help but notice the different stories that you tell uh, throughout every picture. There is pain and fear and on other photos you, uh, you, you just look at the patience and bravery in the eyes of children and the eyes of parents who are holding uh, their children. So can you tell us more about what stories did you aim to tell through these photographs? I mean, I try to capture the all parts, I mean, all the sides of war. In an objective the, way? Yeah, and mm -hmm. I'm like uh, the, the civilians mostly on the both sides, I mean, all the sides that war is happening. That those who are suffering the civilians, mm -hmm. those who lost lives, the civilians. Let's try to min, uh, I mean, concentrate especially on the children as well, which are, I mean, like you see it in the in the war situation, they are still happy. They are still, they are playing, they are happy, they talk to you, they are nice to you. They, they smile They, they offer you. I mean, people, I mean, they didn't have anything to eat, believe me, they didn't have anything to eat. And they offer you to stay with them at home and they make the best foods which can, I mean, they with can, what they, yeah, what they have to you. They don't have anything, wow. but they offer you what they have. They, uh, they, just escape they are run away from war they don't they have just something with them but they offer you what they have it's, this is uh, 
the reality of their lives. So that's what I, what I want to show in my series. It was definitely felt. I could tell you that. I agree. Yes. So for all upcoming uh, war photographers or journalists, what would what would your one piece of advice be that you wish you would have heard at the beginning of your career? I think deeply first, uh, that work can change your life. Many photographers, close friends of mine, they have lost their lives. If you are accepted, if you are, you know that... You make peace with that. Yeah, if you are happy mm. with that, so just go on. Just go on and do the job, um, but do it like, try to show it objectively, try to show the, how the war can affect the, the civilians and the people, children. I love that. You said just go on and honestly, it resonated with me mm. and I hope it resonated with all our lovely listeners and we're going to keep on going on right here live, Pulse95 in, ex in exposure. We're going to hand over our mics to Mikhail and Hani in a bit. We'll be interviewing more spectacular artists. Thank you so much, Afshin, for joining us here. Thank you. It was such an honor having you. We'll be back right here on Pulse95, live from exposure in the frame. You're listening to Pulse 95. Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95 with a story to tell.